Hey, welcome to Lead a Life in Common. I'm Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist and sales training turned business success coach for female entrepreneurs and business owners ready to jump off that plateau, my friends, smash through your income ceiling and simplify every single thing in your life and business so you can have some time back. Yeah. Remember that free time? That's why you started your business in the first place. So you could do all the other kind of cool stuff of life. So maybe you're here because you need to tweak your marketing, your selling or your offer. Maybe it's time to self-stop sabotaging, dump the fear, up-level your mindset, and allow yourself to make all the money you crave while living out your purpose. If you're ready to make everything simpler, get more productive, have more free time, and truly lead a life uncommon, this is your go-to podcast. Weekly biz bites, deep dives, and interviews will ensure you're going to get the answers. Ready? Let's go. Oh my God, you guys, I had to push record because Teresa and I were having such a good conversation. I was like, oh my God, let's not lose the juice on this. Welcome, <laughs> Teresa Cantley. I'm so excited that you're here. One of my biz besties from online who lives far, far away. And yet we, when we talk, we talk like we are sitting next to each other over a cup of coffee. So welcome Absolutely. so much to Lead a Life Uncommon. Thank and you. Today, Thank what you. I want us to talk about is all the stuff that we talk about not being recorded. That's why you're here. Because first of all, br brilliant businesswoman. I'm going to just read a tiny bit of your bio. You're a business consultant over a decade, have helped entrepreneurs and small businesses for over 30 years. Yeah. Do you really want to say 30 years, right? The other day I wrote something where I've been doing this for 25 years. And then it hit me like, oh my God, we're, 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 not only we're wise, how about that? We're sages. And we, we are, we're sage. We're very yes. we're sages. We're crows. Some people say we're crows or something. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Um, you've helped. And really your focus is helping business owners, local business owners, turn their yes. failing business into highly profitable, well-oiled machine. And that's what we're talking about today. Money making machines that enable them to live the life of their dreams. I wanted to pop over to, to your um, website. And um, I really love, love this. First of all, she says burgers are her jam. You know what John <laughs> and I did one time, we did this whole like tour of the Pacific Northwest, the best burger joint. Oh, so that's fun. What was do. it? This, they had bacon jam. Now I try not to eat bacon because I try not to eat four legged things, but I mean, I still, you know, but bacon jam was the jam. So burgers are your jam. You got to try bacon jam if you're still eating, you know, meat, but anyhow, here's burgers. what she wrote, you guys, here's what she wrote. And I know this is why you're here. You're all here because you want to lead a life in common. You want a badass business. You want to step up. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the secrets that, you know, we talk about without being recorded. We're going to actually talk about them and put them recorded. But um, Teresa says, I worked in corporate America for years and began having a serious toll on my body after experienced neck pain and a series of extremely scary mini strokes. Everybody take a yeah. breath. That's terrifying. You yes. had a mental picture of what it, they would write on your tombstone. They, here's your name, but here's the thing. She was a really hard worker. Who wants that on your freaking tombstone? Exactly. <laughs> Even though we claim that as a badge of honor, right? Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Especially as women. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I thought I was here in the train. Let's talk uh, two things. One is, you know, I want to talk a little bit about us being business women in that, in that, um, you know, the, um, the indoctrination. Oh, I'm going to have you talk for a second because the train is coming. Shit. Wait a minute. Can you hear it? Cause I never, I don't I edit hear stuff. It. I, don't, I can't hear it. Oh, okay. Well, good. I, then I'll, I'll let it go. It just passed no. by. 
Did you hear it right there? I don't edit no, stuff no. In, my, in, in the podcast. So let's talk first about hard work. And then let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about um, some of the observations that we've had in the online space and hiring coaches, being in, being consultants, business consultant and coaches to our clients and, and the concept of a why that's actually what we were talking about when I said, Oh, let's report. <laughs> and so we could talk for hours, but we've got like a solid 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. Hard. So we're going to talk fast and we're both East coasters. So we totally can. So what did, we were talking about, um, this concept of why and, and the difference between how some people really teach that. Right. Cause I, I mean, obviously yeah. I talk about that. What's your big, bold dream, right? What do you want? We have to have some target. And yet the, the whole idea of it does that, why really pull you through the muck, the, the hard work, the, the grind and, or, or is it just that the bottom line is you just have to decide this is a damn business. You're in it to, you know, create your own money-making machine and you have to just be disciplined. Like what's the real truth? What's the real truth? I think it's actually, you know, and we were talking about, yes, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people I've worked with a lot of people that are like, in, when you get your biggest frustration, come yeah. back to your why. And right. it's like, as I said, like when I hear that, like I get so frustrated yeah. and I've been in that muck. I've been in that, you know, with dealing with, you know, situations with my husband going through cancer and building a business and then my yeah. business partner having cancer and trying to shut one business, one business down and keep going. And what I, what I found out more recently is that it doesn't, the why is one thing. Yeah. That's not what really pulls you through. What really pulls you through is that it's, and I want to say it's like your heart, but it's like, your like that grit, that grit and that yeah, you have to. And and when I was going through a lot of the things that I was going through, it wasn't, and it wasn't even hard work. It was that snap, that, that thing that just happens inside where you just say to yourself, I, I'm just going to do this. Yes. I'm just going to do this. And what it is, is like, I named it my sixth gear or my sixth sense Yeah, just like kicks in. And that's what gets you going. It's not about hard work. It's about doing the right work because you can do, you can like work hard, just like, as I thought, oh my God, like, I don't want my, my tombstone to say she's a really hard worker, because if that's, if that's your thinking, you end up doing the wrong stuff and then you just, you just burn yourself out even more. But, you know, it comes down to doing the right things. It comes down to, like I said, finding your sixth gear that just kicks in, that just says, oh no, not today. I'm not giving up no matter what is going on. I am not like, I am going to continue to do this. And I think it's, it's that, like, I want to say that connection to like your heart, like your soul, like your soul. I don't even know how to explain it. It's deeper. It's deeper and different than that. Why? Yes. And you know, when people talk about, you know, like, like go back to your why and it's like, okay, well then what do you do? Yeah. Yes. And, and I, mean, and I gonna, think sometimes I think the other thing too, is like, as you evolve as a person in your seasons of life and all the things, your why changes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It changes. So if that's always the, the, the focus that it's not necessarily enough, right. For me, I think it, it comes down to, 
Um, one of the reasons I'm so committed besides that it's a business, I'm a fuck. I want to make money. I mean, I want to be able to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do. And that's what I want for my clients. But I think also I really use my business to, um, prove to myself or challenge myself or see what I'm made of. Like it's partly the game of business. And maybe that's a why, I don't know, but that's my bigger vision when it gets down to it. I, you know what? I, what is that? You good? just said something. And what? I just, you know, because I'm sage, <laughs> I want to say this before I forget it, <laughs> but you just, you just, you just said something. Um, oh shoot. Now I just left my brain. <laughs> oh my gosh. You just, you just said something that and it was so um, good. Sometimes I say good stuff. Okay. Keep going. It'll come back. I know it'll come back to you, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, sometimes it's like, um, people have their why maybe in the wrong direction or their goal isn't big enough, but really it's also like, what's your commitment to yourself? Because if you don't actually have, okay, go say it. No, go. (laughs) No, no. Are you writing it down? So you remember? No, I I wrote, I'm writing it down. Um, it's that piece that if you're not committed and committed to the end thing, the end goal. And so for the, for some people, the end goal just might be, forget the dollar figure that they follow through. And like, that's the end of the day. And if you're going to say that you want to have a business, like you have to get your shit in on, on straight. It's a business. We were just talking about this, right? About, and maybe we can address this too, from a, a, a woman perspective, a female perspective. It's like, at the, sometimes we were talking about the bros out there. So those of us who are in this online space or frankly, any business, the difference between how men show up, they're not asking, Hey, do you, do you think I should give myself a raise or I should charge more? They're not asking that women mm-hmm. What I see frequently is that they're, they want it to be super easy. They don't, they're the, the fear of judgment impacts negatively and they haven't really sold themselves on like, this is a freaking business and I'm going to do whatever the hell it takes. Even if it takes me longer than I think it should, or I haven't hit my goal all right away. It's a business at the end of the day. And a business is designed to make money, not to just make us feel good, not just to, and you can have a mission and meaning and money. But at, still, at the end of the day, like your clients, right? Your clients, they're not going, I don't know, should I give myself a raise? You know, that no, it's like, no. it's business. Yeah. And what you said, and I wrote it down. This time. Okay, go ahead. So what <laughs> you said was, and I, and I can't stress this enough. And I, I tell my clients this all the time is yeah. that being a business owner, especially a female business owner, it really brings out and challenges like, what are you really made of? Yes. And that's that, that's that sixth gear that I was talking about. Yes. Like, because what it does, and it's really like, it's life, like life just really challenges you to bring out, like, what are you really made of? Yes. You know? And when you think you're just kind of, you know, oh, you know, kind of skating along, something happens. And it's like, it's that constant challenge to say, like, how are, are you going to dig deep? Yeah. You know? And being, being an, an entrepreneur, and I, I get this a lot because, you know, I, I have my regular clients, but I also am a score mentor. So I volunteer my time for people that are starting businesses. And I am like, you know, I've had people ask me like, you know, when am I going to make a million dollars? Is it going to be in a month? And it's like, no, like, <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You right. have to be prepared right. to really like, 
dig deep and strip away everything that isn't you to be who you really are and to put yourself out there. And when it gets hard, you have to say to yourself, like, and it's going to ask you, who, what are you really made of? Yes. And that's where, you know, like people, and I've seen this happen numerous times. Yes. Your why changes yeah. and people like, as things shift and change, they, they start focusing on everything and anything and, and all kinds of stuff with, and not the things that they really need to do yes. to make that dream or that goal a reality. And then right. they wonder why they're, the business is failing. They're burned out you know, and they can't make it happen, you know, and I've been one of those people at one time, you know, but you're right. I mean, business, it is the biggest personal and professional development course you will ever take is becoming an entrepreneur. I so agree. And I think that that's, you know, when I see, you know, even clients, right. Where they like, I think I should have been further along than I am right now. I'm like, really? Why do you think you should be further along? Like, let's get into truth about what have you been doing? Like, if you're doing nothing, are you doing the wrong things? Are you doing all the quote hard things, not the right things? You're doing the things that look like you're being busy, but they're really not results and um, progress focused, then you're right where you should be. Mm -hmm. So let's not pretend that Mm -hmm. you should be further along. No, absolutely. And I tell... I tell people like, if you're not getting the results that you want to get, like it's directly related to what you're committed to. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if you're not committed to digging deep and doing the work, the right work, well, the results that you're going to get, you know, like that it's directly related to it. So if you're not committed to that, you're not going to have the results that you want. You're, you're, you get exactly what you put in. Yeah. And I have people tell me all the time. I don't have enough time in the day. I can't get stuff done, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, let me see your calendar. Yes. And they're like, and they show it to me and it's either blank or it's like doing random stuff. And it's like, well, if you want random results, do random things. But if you, you know, if you want great results, you're going to have to do great things. And that means cutting out the crap and focusing on, you know, the hard stuff. Yeah. Which most people won't do. It's hard until it becomes easy. Yeah. Right. It's like tying your shoe is really freaking hard until like, you don't even think about it. You can talk and tie your shoe now. It's the same kind of thing. So to this point about your calendar, because literally I've been looking at my own clients, like how can I help them? And I'm creating this really new, exciting thing. And one of the very first things that will be um, a lesson is what, like how many hours are you invested? Like the first thing that will be the first conversation be, and how many hours are on your calendar that you're going to get commit to doing the right action. And, you know, if you don't have a client during, you know, hour number, whatever, number nine on, you know, Thursday afternoon, um, you're still, then you're going to get your ass out and go meet people and talk to them. It's, it's not like, well, now I can do laundry or now I can, here's the thing here, like, because you do local business and, you know, my business is really online. So here's the thing. I really, I, I, I paint this. I want to talk about this. And then I want to get back to, cause you're very systems oriented and numbers and metrics and all that. And the data, it tells the story mm-hmm. of success mm-hmm. or not. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's like when people will say to me with their online business, like, Hey, something came up and I'm like, I okay, well, what's the plan for something coming up? Well, you know, 
I don't have a plan. It's like, you got to have a plan because if you owned a, an ice cream store, and I know you do a lot of restaurants and all these, so it's funny, but if you owned an ice cream store and it was July 4th and you just like had a headache, you're, you probably, there's like something different, I think too. And cause you know, a lot about the online space too. It's like, there's something different that suddenly like, is the online space a real business or not a real business compared to a brick and mortar, right? Where it's like, if mm-hmm. it's July 4th and it's freaking hundred degrees out and you have a yogurt store on the path where the parade is, but you got you a migraine, probably you're still going to go. No, so why is it yeah. that people feel like they, they don't want to show up and do certain things? And I'm not saying that stuff doesn't happen. Like, let's get real. But there is a, there's a different flavor sometime on, on the work ethic. I'm going to even call it, or the digging deep or the, the grit, like you were saying, I've noticed that, right. People that, that I've met in, I'm air quoting in, in the, you know, outside the online space that have a business and identify as a business owner. And then people are on the online space and like, I identify as a consultant. I identify like it just as a coach. And somehow that doesn't mean enough. And then they wonder, why am I not? Why am I making a million dollars? Why doesn't, why don't I have two houses like Mary? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people and this is unfortunately, and COVID really made it like COVID really brought it out. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to start an online business. And there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of really bad advice out there about, you know, starting an online business and, and even shifting your brick and mortar to an online business. Yes. The thing is, is that once you get in the online space, there's a lot of traffic. There yeah. is a lot of traffic out there and there's a lot of bad advice and people think, oh, I'm going to start an online store and I can do it in my pajamas and I don't have to be, you know, really dedicated to it. And I'll build, you know, this course because, you know, I like, because (laughs) I'm going to just call myself a coach and I'm going to build this course and I'm going to make a million dollars in two weeks. And then they don't do it. Like it just like nothing happens. They have crickets, they have these launches that they're doing and they don't get any results, you know? And again, they think that I'm going to build this online business and you know, I can just do it on a whim and make a million dollars. And, and it's not, it's not like that. I mean, I've had a lot of my clients that have said to me, you know, well, we have a brick and mortar and brick and mortar. A lot of people think brick and mortar is dying and it's not, it's actually, it's, it's a resurgence right now. Wow. Really differently. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, you know, they said, well, maybe we should just move everything online. And I'm like, no, no. And even if you do, if you move everything online and that's fine, you're going to work just as hard, potentially harder, because yeah. again, you have to learn online, something new then. Awesome. Yeah. With online stuff, you can't just like sit back and do nothing. Like you have to, you have to get yourself out even yes. more. Because remember a key is human connection, right? You know, people love human connection. So when you have a brick and mortar business, you have human connection. You have to build that same human connection online. And as I said, the barrier to entry for an online business is very low because it doesn't cost a whole lot, but you're going to work your ass off. Yes. Getting yourself out there and seen, and you have to worry about messaging even more. You have to worry about this. And that's the part that people, you know, people start the business. And as I said, you really have to figure out what you're made of and it really will show you what you're made of and who you really are. 
because stuff isn't going to work like that. You know, it's not like you have customers coming in your door and you're selling them. Like when you're online and you're putting yourself out there, fully vulnerable, fully real, fully raw, you're going to get haters. You're going to get criticizers. You're going to get, you're going to get failed launches. And a lot of people want to give up then. But the thing is, is that you have to dig deep and you got to say, okay, what can we change? What can we shift? What can we do differently? What can we, and a lot of people aren't willing to do that. The majority of people, right. They're not, they're not willing to look at their systems and data. And I know you're brilliant at this and like, this is one of your gifts. You know, I've seen your stuff. We've been, we, um, Teresa and I've been in a, um, boutique program together before and, I've seen what you, you know, how you help your clients look at their data, look at their metrics, look at their thing. And I think that that is one to the point about people like, I'm just going to start something online. You know, there's a, there's a moment where you may be able to grind and hustle and hustle and hustle, and you can just be positive and energy and you can sell from that for a while, but that resource within will fade. And, 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 and if you're not starting out the gate, with the concept of business is numbers and you have to look at your numbers. And most people don't want to do that no matter what it is, right? Most people don't even look at their checkbook or what's in their bank account, or even know how much money they have in their wallet, let alone, you know, all the, all the numbers that come with evaluating the success or needed changes within your business. What Mm -hmm. do you find are some of the biggest um, areas that we need to track that people don't and how, mm-hmm. what would be the, like, what's the, what are the top three numbers we really should be looking at? Hmm. That's a good question. There's a variety of different things. So the first one is if I can talk about, I'll break it into three segments. So if yeah. I can, so when you're looking at your financial piece, Okay. And you're looking at the numbers there. Obviously you're one of the key things that you want to look at is what is your profit? Yes. I mean, and this doesn't matter if you're, if you have a physical business or yes, if you have exactly. Right. it doesn't matter. I mean, I used to like see people who'd be like, I had a hundred thousand dollar launch, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I remember my mentor saying to me, cause I would be like, how the hell would they do that? He goes, Teresa, you have to look at the bottom line. Yes. Top line. Who cares? Yeah. Like that's great. But what, like how profitable were you? And I know a lot of business owners only want to look at that top line. They only want to look at the sales, the revenue, you know, they don't want to look at what is your net number? Like how profitable are you? So I always tell people, you need to know, like, you need to know where your number, like where your shit is. (laughs) Like you need to know your numbers. You need to know what you're spending money on especially now I tell people go through your expenses and say, what are the expenses that membership subscriptions or, um, things that you're spending money on that you don't use or that aren't beneficial to you anymore and cut them, you know, and then look at, okay, where is your money actually coming from? Where is that revenue coming from? If you have a product or an offering, whether you're online or not, that isn't making any money, get rid of it get rid of it and cut it. So when you're looking at your financial piece, your net profit number and your profit margin, your profit buckets on things, that is like a key thing that you want to take a look at. Okay. And like I said, a lot of people focus on that top, 
What are your sales? But you want to look at, I mean, your sales are great, but if your profit, if you're falling flat or you're losing money, like that's going to tell the tale of how healthy your business is. Yes. You know, regardless. And that's, and that really, that's really what it is. It's the health of your business. And, and part of the health of the business is if you're not a, if you're not tracking this and you're Mm -hmm. just willy nilly spending, right. Because a lot of times we're like, Oh, I have a business and I make money and I spend, and we're really not looking at it. Like the health of the long-term sustainable, profitable business, that's going to be paying for whatever your house or like, that's the key thing. And so, so often people want to, what do you think about this to this point about profit farm, everything out? They're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to hire a copywriter. I'm going to hire a Facebook ads person. I'm going to, and they, they make all these investments, if you will, mm-hmm. in, um, support. And there's a moment when you need support. Of course, we all need to have some support. We all need to farm out things that we, um, can pay somebody else to do that is, you know, and we need to be using our genius zone. However, I think that sometimes businesses, they, they have too many people and they're, it's too, um, it's not constrained. It's not, it's not clear on what role everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. Why are they there? And why are you hiring somebody when you need to be the one that's interacting with clients when you, at least until you get to a point, I mean, there's plenty of businesses that have salespeople, but, but for until you have that system so tight, yeah. farming that out, you're just losing money. Absolutely. And, you know, people always tell me because pe- everybody, everybody that I've ever worked with, they hate marketing and they hate social media. Yeah. And they're right. like, I just want to, I just want to get somebody. Yeah, to do exactly. Right. The thing is, is that people want to farm out all this stuff. Yeah. And number one, they don't know what their business is fully about yes. and what they're like, who they're trying to attract and, you know, all of that. And number two, they don't know how to do it themselves. So my thing that I tell everybody that I've ever worked for, um, especially like one of my, my ninja skills is search engine optimization. And that is one thing that people seem to think it's black magic and it's not. So they want to just farm it out because it is super beneficial to understand it and use it in your business. But the thing is that no matter if it's marketing or advertising or social media or any of that, especially your finances, you need to understand all of that yourself. Yes. You need to understand like what you're doing, how to do it, how, like where your numbers are. You need to understand that first, like fully before you farm that out to anybody. The only thing that I would say that you want to hire first is an assistant to do like, but you would be directing them as far as what to do. The last thing that I would ever farm out would be your finances. Like you need to understand what's coming in, what's going out, the cash flow. What does that look like? The only thing that I would, and and these are the two people that I, I tell my clients that you need to hire first before an assistant, you need to have an accountant that can help you with your taxes and tax planning and all of that stuff, and then have a lawyer. Not to say, I mean, you don't need to have somebody on retainer, but you just need to have somebody that you have a relationship with so that something should come up. You have them. Then the next person that you would want to hire out or, or get some, get on is, um, um, an assistant to start helping you with things. Then you can kind of get into the marketing. You can get into, you know, all of that stuff, but you need to understand how to do it yourself. 
And no matter when you invest in yourself, no matter what that investment looks like, it is the best investment that you will ever make for you and for the business. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now I'm going to pull something from my Taekwondo days. I remember one of my, um, my masters in Taekwondo when I studied martial arts, I studied martial arts for 17 years. Wow. And I remember him saying, um, got my third degree black belt, you know, the whole thing. So <laughs> I remember him saying physical, the outside stuff will fade, but the internal stuff that you learn that, you know, becomes who you are, that never goes anywhere. So if we take that philosophy, your outside business will shift and change and things will happen. But what you know, what you learn, what you understand, what you peel off, that's not you to reveal the the true. That never, ever fades. And you can always take that and then, you know, teach someone how to help you with those things. So learning those important skills, those are things that you will carry forward with you forever and will make you a better business owner. Your outside stuff, we age, our team changes, our business changes. Those our are branding all the external. looks different. The yeah. branding looks different, but who you are, what you believe in, what you know, those skills that you have, those will never, ever fade. And mm-hmm. that's what's important. And that's what business owners a lot of the business owners that I work with, I don't build a business from the outside in. I build a business from the inside out. Mm. And what that requires is figuring out like those internal pieces first. And a lot of times, you know, the business owners that I work with, they don't know what their numbers are. They farmed it out to an accountant who doesn't share anything with them. They have zero idea what their profit is. They don't even know where their profit's coming from. So it's like, it's starting from the inside and then working outside. Um, and, you know, one of the, one of the other things that I was going to say, when we're looking at metrics, cause you asked me like the important yeah. metrics, profit is one. Another one is, is you got to understand where your people are coming from. You got to understand your traffic. Yeah. You also have to understand, you know, especially like if we're talking about the online world, when you're in launch mode, you really have to understand if you want a hundred people into your program or you want 10 people into your program, got to work backwards from that. And you got to say, okay, in order to do that, then how many people do I need to attend my webinar? So typically it's like a, I think it's like a 10 or 20% conversion. So then do the math and then say, okay, if I want, if I need, if I want 10 people in my program, I need a hundred people in my webinar and then back up from there, how many eyeballs do I need to see the opt-in to get on my webinar. So it might need, you might need a thousand people. So then you can say, okay, if I need to attract a thousand people, how much do I need to spend on ads? How much do I, you know, need to show up? How much do I, you know, so it's really understanding where your traffic is coming from, but then also having a clear idea as far as like how many people, how many, what are your goals as far as numbers? What are your goals as far as understanding how many people you want to get in your program or how many people, even how many people would you want to get through your door? You know, understanding that because that's the connection between your dream and your, those hardcore, you know, results is that middle ground of understanding. What is it going to take to get there? Well, God, you saying all that made me feel overwhelmed. I feel so overwhelmed. I'm going to quit. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm 
I'm pretending, right? Because I know all those things. I think that that's the piece where people are like, I'm overwhelmed at you even saying that, but that's the truth. You're speaking the truth, right? This is our goal is to tell people what it really takes so that they're not, I mean, they're not, um, um, dis- they're not falling prey to this um, illusion that it's something that's easy, right? So of course I know mm-hmm. that the conversions, right? And I talk about that myself with clients. They're like, well, I just want to go ahead and I want to create a, you know, this program. And I'm like, well, how many people do you want it? I don't know. Well, where are you going to find them? I don't know. Well, like, do you know, like your conversion right now? okay, well, this is just month one. So if you want to run that thing every quarter, then where are you going to find the new people, the new traffic? And and there's so much more to it than just the ads that are running that are popping up on all of our feeds, right? Because we can all write an ad. Um, But back to the the hiring out. Yes, I concur 100% that until you are articulate about your own voice, your own business at every level, then farming that out to a copywriter, a blog, even creating a, um, you know, a website, it's not even a good utilization of your time, money, or any of that because you're offloading. And I think that a lot of times people farm that off because Mm -hmm. they're offloading the perceived, um, feeling or work that comes with having to dig deep, like you said, and reveal yourself. They're like, well, I just wanted somebody else to do it. And I'm like, but if you don't even know, you're giving your power to somebody else. And this is the thing that of course drives me insane. Right. And this is what I want for all my client, all my female clients is like own your power. And when you're hiring for um, somebody to write your copy and you, you can't even go and market yourself. Like the Mm -hmm. goal should be for all of us who are real business in business, that our business could burn to the ground and we would we would freak out for a minute, but then we'd be like, I got the skill, exactly what you're saying. I've got mm-hmm. the skills. I can go build it again. I can build something else. Like that to me is real freedom, not just Absolutely. seeing what the hell we're made of. Like I want to, I want to see what the hell I'm made of. And part of what, what for me, what I'm made of is the knowing, just like you, the knowing that no matter what happens, we have the skill to go sell anyone on the thing that we're selling. Yeah. And build it, build it back up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when I closed my first business after my business partner got sick, you know, it was, I had taken time to learn these things and to learn the things that I needed to know. So when it got burned to the ground, I knew, I just knew I could build it back up. And you're right. It's that knowing it's that sixth gear. Yes. That sixth sense you know, I don't see dead people, but it's that sixth sense and that knowing that I can build it back up again, built it once I'll build it again. Exactly. Like that is so, so when you're talking about investing, right. So both you and I as business coaches and your business consultants, strategists, et cetera, like if you don't know how to get to the point where you, if, if you don't have support and you don't know how to you don't have the knowing that you know that you know that if your business burned to the ground, that you could do it again. Like that's where you need to spend your money, not on a copywriter, not on a Facebook guy, not on, you know, 10 grand for your freaking website. None of that. It, like learning the skill to sell, to be articulate, to create your offer, to, to uplevel your offer, like all the things, mm-hmm. mastery over that mastery over your thinking when those days come that you're just like, you don't want to do it. There's days I don't want to do it. I know there's days that you want to do it. And yet this is a business. 
So full circle, full circle as we're riding, winding up because you and I could talk forever and we'll have to do another one. Um, Winding up, right? It's the same thing. Business is business. And Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts around? So we were talking on the, um, before we hit, you know, record like the bro marketers, right? Like there's all the big ass and I'm not going to name names, but we all know who they are. And if Mm -hmm. you don't know who they are, look in your, look on your social media feed for all of the um, ads that, that will be coming your way if they're not already there. (laughs) So we've got all the bro marketing, we've got all the bros out there or men in general, let's just be, you know, categorical about it, that, that men in general are, are conditioned, are reared to be the money maker. Mm -hmm. And, and it doesn't, they, they may not be leading with like the passion of their soul and their spirit Mm -hmm. where women are like, I just want to do my passion forever. And I'm like, but kind of like the why changes, sometimes our passions changes as life happens. And it's not about not having your voice, but it's also about like, do you, are you in business? And let's just be candid. We all want to help people. So let's just like, that's already off the table for, but I want to help people. Like, are you in business to make money, to change your, your life, your, your family's life, et cetera. And you're, so when it gets hard, you're looking at his business, or do you just want this hobby thing that that you get paid some cash for, but it's like your passion, though your passion, these are very, very different entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, right. You and I are like, we are business women. These right. are, we're business owners. We're business CEOs. Like these are businesses to do work that we excel at, that we're good at. And yet it's a business, mm-hmm. right? Instead of no. like, you know, I, I don't know. Is it? I well, mean, and, and it was funny. It's funny that you said this. My first business coach I ever had who was horrible. She told me that if I wanted to have a business and I really wanted to help people that I would never charge, I would never charge them. Oh my God. Okay. So she doesn't know. It was the, it was the worst advice ever, but I, on the contrary, I heard one time, and it was actually Stu McLaren that said it. He said, you know, the more money you make, the more people you can help. Yes. So, and looking at your business and saying, yeah, it's a business. And the more money you make, the more you can give back to, you know, charities, but also the more people you can help because you have more money to spend on Facebook ads. You have more money to attract those people. Yes. But if you're not thinking you're right, like so many people, and I think it like that was some of what we were talking about. So many people approach starting a business and it's a hobby. And when you have that rubber meets the road and you say, you know what, you have that switch that flips to say, I want to focus on building my business so that I can make more money so that I can live the life of my dreams, but I can also help other people live the life of your dreams. Yes, That's when it flips from being a hobby into being a full blown business owner. Yes. Amen. And, you know, it's like, that's the thing when people say to me, like, Mary, you just talk about money so much. And I'm like, I'm also want to be, you know, I want to be an example, right? I want to lead by example of what's possible 
are women and break different molds, right? I mean, I broke my own familial mold. Nobody in my family has any degrees. I have three. Nobody in my family is it has a million dollars or multiple homes or an online business or makes a ton of money. No, no. So I've broken that. And so I, I want to be the voice for other women to be right. able to like, that's possible for them. But to your point, like when you have, like, that's being real reality. When you have money from your business, you're, you're helping the economy. You, you might be hiring more staff. You know, my housekeeper loves that I pay her more than some of my, you know, some of like more than I made, certainly with, you know, three degrees in a clinical license. I mean, I pay her more than I made at, you know, some jobs I had. Um, And so whether it's, you know, your housekeeper or your team or your lawyer or whomever is helping you with your business or me or you, like that's part of that, right? That's yeah, part no, of absolutely. part of it. Not to mention writing a check for whatever, you know, build a well in Africa or elephants, or I like, you know, the, the one, one, one thing that means something to me is like the kids with smiles and sending doctors off to help them with smiles. So oh, I love writing yeah. those checks, right? Yeah, so, no, it's true. Yeah. So it makes a difference. That's, you know, that's the bottom line. And here's the other thing. If somebody wants to spend three grand on a purse, like I don't care what people spend their money on. It's about the bottom line is, is knowing that, you know, the, the assuredness for, for themselves as business owners, that they can make as much money as they want. So that that's really where I think the freedom comes in. So let me ask you Absolutely. while we're, so how do you define, so I'm putting you on the spot. So, you know, our podcast lead a life uncommon how do you define leading a life uncommon? Because certainly you have uncommon success. Find it. Huh. Carver, really, I think leading a life uncommon is, you know, really focusing on carving your own path yeah. um, and building like building a life of legacy. You know, we are only here on this planet for a very short period of time, depending on what you believe. But I mean, like really building a legacy and that comes from the actions that you take every day and how you show up Yeah, and the things that you like really, you know, not shying away from fear and things, but leaning into it so you can carve your own path. Yeah. Um, and like I said, building, building a life of legacy, you know, not just like not doing things for today, but like building it for the next generation. Yes. Um, so for me, I think it's, it's definitely all about building that, that legacy, you know, my business partner, she was so, she didn't even realize she did it, but she left such a legacy and I always admired her for that. So I think like, doing everything that you think is possible because anything is possible and, and putting yourself out there and carving your own path and not, you know, following what everybody else is doing. I think that's, that's definitely to build your legacy. I think that that is um, leading a life uncommon. Love that. Okay. So where can people find more of you? They can find me on my website is teresacantley.com. Um, I am also on Instagram as well. Um, I focus on Instagram and I focus on, um, at Teresa Cantley and then also LinkedIn. Um, I do have a live show every Thursday, um, which is part of my podcast, um, which is your next best step. Um, so you can also find me every Thursday live recording, um, different podcast episodes for your next best step. So you can find me there as well. 
Awesome. Awesome. All right, Teresa. Well, every time we have a conversation, I love it. I know. I know we could talk for hours. I mean, if, if people heard some of our conversations, I mean, we have some really great conversations about business and life and yeah. all things in between. So, um, but no, this was great. Thank you so much for having me on. It was such an honor to be here. Yay. Okay. Hugs, hugs. Yes. Bye, everybody. All right. You take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, I've got something special for you Um, to get you back some of your time to have an actual plan. Pop over to marybicknell.com slash freebie. And the link is also in the show notes. Grab your blind spot breakthrough training. So this is an actual training that I recorded live in one of my programs. And what we're going to do is I'm going to help you bust through five blind spots that keep you from having every single thing that you want in your life and your business. You're going to work through these things. You're going to have ahas. You're going to learn what triggers these blind spots to show up. And we're going to create a plan to help you stop doing those things. So make sure when you're done, you send me an email and you let me know all your ahas. And I'll see you on the inside. Oh, wait, don't forget, leave a comment and a five-star rating. And I'll talk to you soon.